we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. Y'all been waiting for it, and it's here. The next episode of Joy Z, Real Housewives of New Jersey is here. We had to talk about it. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host for all things Jawsy. Armin, Arms, how you doing? I'm doing great, Eddie. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, I loved this episode because my doppelganger was in it, Danielle Staub. Um, doppelganger by face, face, not by personality. Um, would you? Yeah, I might kind of like. I look like her. I'd a say bit. both. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, you've been whore. How many times have you been engaged? Only fourteen. Only fourteen. Yeah. So you're catching up. Yeah, but I'm not there yet, bitch. Yeah, but you're outpacing, technically. Mm, you know, we don't know time frames. <laughs> we don't know. I could. I mean, take, by I the could, time you get to... Break. You, could, you could take a break, a little hiatus. Danielle did, right? I'm like, Kelly Dodd, all these men want to just enga- get engaged with me, and I just, you know, I'm engaged, whatever. And you just say been, yes, you just say yes. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I guess we're engaged. I guess I'm engaged. I'm, okay, uh, okay. You're a casual <laughs> engagement kind of guy. Yeah, it's like, mm, get engaged, call it off, get engaged. Call it off. Kind of like Danielle. Right? It's just fun. There you go. So you guys Duch- are you guys are similar in more ways than one. Duchess of dicks, searching for money, <laughs> sniffing out that green money. Are you also searching out for green money? Absolutely not. I'm looking for love, y'all. So if you want to okay. find me love. Slide in the DMs. Please don't. At Eddie underscore Estrada on Twitter and Instagram. I'm turning this into a dating podcast. Are your DMs open? I'm Yeah, I'm public. Okay. Slide in, people. Slide in. Eddie's open. He's looking for engagement number 15. Engagement number 15. Could you be the lucky one? <laughs> Show me the ring and we'll Maybe see. Maybe it will be Danielle. Could you imagine if me and Danielle got engaged? It would be her 24th and your 15th. My 15th. Wow, <laughs> match made in heaven. I need to get her engaged one more time before that so that it will be 25 and 15. You want the sweet 16. Yeah. 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 Her okay. 25th, your, tw- your 16th. No, 25 and 15 would be prettier. Oh, you think so? And then we could get married on... 1225 on Christmas. <laughs> oh no, 1525. There's not 15 months, is there? <laughs> Never mind. My plan is This shot. is like the time where you forgot your birthday. Uh, math is hard, y'all. <laughs> and months and, and days. I can't even talk. I can't do math. I'm out here on a podcast. <laughs> but, but months and days aren't math. It's just it's knowing numbers. Yeah, but okay. Fair. I'll give it to you. Anything that involves numbers is hard. Okay. I'll give it to you. 15 months in the, in the calendar year? You know. Maybe 16 if we're lucky. That's why they have leap years. Um, But like in all seriousness, we need to talk about this Jersey episode because a lot went down in the Marge and Danielle realm. And that is a fight that I love to see. And Margaret, when she has the fire under her, you know, flame, she's ready to go. Before we get into the Marge Danielle drama, which actually begins earlier in the episode, we get obviously the huge blow up at the end, mm-hmm. but we get an earlier scene with uh, Marge and Gina, Danielle's former friend. Before we get into that, though, Eddie, I think we should start with uh, Joe. Yeah, Mr. Which is a heavier topic. Judice. Sure. Yes. Um, at this point, we know he's in Italy in real life. The girls actually went and go visited. Um, Joe, there, a decision was not made on the divorce. As we know, they released a statement. 
Um, and Joe released a very interesting photoshopped photo of a rainbow. <laughs> I invite you guys all to go to Joe's Instagram and see this. Um, but in the actual episode, he has just moved out of his actual sentence in federal prison for all the stuff that he did. And now he's been moved to an ICE detention facility. He's yeah. had 38 months in prison. He's out of prison. And now he's spending his time in this detention Transferred facility. Transferred to ICE detention, awaiting the decision on his appeal of his deportation. And he pretty much assumes he's just going to be deported. He is very upset. I mean, ICE detention centers are no joke, as we have seen on the news. Have you, if you've watched Orange is the New Black, they had a really raw look about what it was like in a women's ICE detention center. Um, and he's like, this is like no, like no joke. Like, this is hard. They have him under lock and key even more so than when he was in prison. Uh, Gia's even upset. She's like, I can't even touch my father. Like, it's it, it's bad. We find out. In Teresa the- was explaining that in prison, it was low security. He didn't even have a jail cell. Uh, he couldn't walk around freely uh, when the girls would go visit him. They can hug him. They could sit on his lap. That's not the case in ICE detention. It's max security. And I think he said uh, on Joe and Teresa Unlocked that he actually spent time in solitary confinement. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. For opening up a barred window to let Aaron in the gym. Like, he was hot, needed air, and they put him in solitary confinement for opening up a window. And experts have said that solitary confinement can be quite torturous. Um, Yeah, Yeah. you're by yourself. It's it's so bad. Um, But we're not going to get into all of that stuff because I am not educated enough in all of that. But I do know Joe's situation was not good. And, and we know it's others. a strain on the family. We see it. Yes. And we see Melania's incredibly upset. Gia's upset. Even Teresa, it's a strain on her, even though we know that her relationship with Joe is Isn't strained. what it used to be. Yeah. yeah. But um, they seemed happy in Italy, by the way, based on the IG stories. They did. But, you know, Instagram only shows a very specific view. It's I only know. what people want to see. But... A lot of people assumed, and I know you were one of them, that she was going to Italy to divorce him. Hey. You said so. I did. And, you know, there's still time. And now she's walking that back because Teresa herself was saying that they would likely get divorced, right? Mm -hmm. If he got deported. Right. If he got deported, for sure, 100%, they'd get divorced. But now Teresa is saying, well, we haven't decided yet. Mm. And they seemed happy. We'll have to wait till I'm sure they're going to string it out. If they are Probably. getting a divorce, they're going to get every single. Penny but I do that think you're devaluing like two decades of marriage here. I am, but so did Joe when he cheated on Teresa. Hey, no doubt. Look, I'm not absolving any of them here. I'm just saying that. They probably have love for each other. No, they other. do. They they have. You can't be with someone for twenty plus kids. years and not love yeah, love exactly. that person in some way. There's there's a love there. There's they've known each other for their entire lives. Joe's right. known Teresa since she was a baby, like he said. Right. Um. I don't know. I find the whole situation a little bit like PRE. You know what I mean? Like it seems like they're putting on a show. Could be. Um. Which. Whatever. They I'm, are putting on a show, by yeah, the way. Which they are. It's called Real Housewives of New Jersey. If Cameras you guys went to Italy. If you guys haven't checked it out. Um, it wasn't a, a family trip without cameras. It's not Professional a family trip cameras without cameras. Went. That's everything in these the Judice life yep. is filmed, recorded, and put out for our consumption on Bravo. Exactly. Um, did you happen to watch Watch What Happens Live with Melissa Gorga and uh, Leslie Grossman? I, I from didn't catch it. No. Well, Andy, she's a huge Housewives fan. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's a Bravo fan just in general. Right. Love Leslie Grossman. She's hilarious. Melissa Gorga was on with her, and they were talking about whether or not they think 
Joe and Teresa cheated on each other. And Melissa was like, I don't think so. Like, I don't think well, it happened. Yeah. You know, she's like, Andy, you can't ask me those questions. Yeah, she she has to toe the party line. She does. But Leslie Grossman has the same answer that I would have had where, yes, I think Joe treated on Teresa. And I hope Teresa cheated on Joe. <laughs> she deserves it. Yeah, maybe it happened. But that hot young twenty-five-year-old, she was who was helping her walk to her car because her feet hurt. Mm-mm. You were holding hands. Uh, but yeah, it's a super sad situation with Joe. Obviously, we're gonna see more. My heart goes to the kids. Melania is taking it harder than the rest of the girls. And Teresa talks about this this episode. We've seen Melania kind of go to a very dark place. She was daddy's little girl. Melania and Joe were insanely close. Yeah, and she's literally a mini Joe. Oh yeah, and. Remember, she would clip his toenails. They did everything together. They were the best of buds. Yeah. Um, so I do feel bad. And I'm interested to see everything play out, especially this trip to Italy at the end of the season. Because we're watching now, but they're still filming, which I find amazing. Bravo's really given us the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be edited into season 10 or if it's going to be released as a special. Give me a special, please. (laughs) Give me a special about Joe and Teresa. I will watch those till the end of days. Either way, we're getting content. We're always getting content. Um, Let's talk about Gina because... Yes, I was going to say, speaking of divorces... What a character. Okay, I loved her from the moment she came on screen. Make sure a housewife. I think she'd be a great friend of. Don't give her a housewife status just yet. She needs to prove a little bit more. But she'd be a great friend of. She had... She. I loved her accent. I mean, that was a legendary scene. I, she was quick. She was energetic. She gave us great goss. Mm-hmm. So the gossip that we got from Gina is she's one of Margaret's friends, and she also knows Teresa. She used to be friends with Danielle. Um, Danielle, after close she... Friends. Very close friends with Danielle. She gave one of her daughters a job. Yep. And, you know, while uh, Marty and Danielle were drawing up their divorce papers, the Duchess of Dick found a duke, but that duke belonged to Gina. So Gina's boyfriend is this Oliver character that we saw uh, Danielle gallivanting around like south of France with. Wasn't she like like? This is the same guy we've all seen in the tabloids for like nine months now. They got engaged. The engagement broke off recently. We talked about it on our this week in Bravo top five. But then didn't they get back together? Yeah, it's it's Danielle. I mean, look, we can we know the way that this plays out. She meets so, a guy, makes out with right. him, makes a sex tape, traps new. him for a couple months, gets the money out of him, and then moves on. I understand maybe if you were dating someone, you break up, it's not for you, and you move on, and they move on, and you know it's a friend of a friend that's dating. We've seen this happen on Vanderpump Rules. Friends, friends can be, you know, date. You can be around your exes. It can be fine. You know, it's normal. It could be more. Normal. Oh, but this is different though. It's different though because she was dating him while Danielle swooped in. Um, I had a similar situation. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I do, Eddie. Well, I was you don't let me someone. forget it. That's the thing. I was dating someone, and one of my close friends started sleeping with this person behind my back. Are right. they my friend anymore? No. no. And I gave their kid a job. I gave their kid friends. <laughs> but no, it's just it's just weird, and it's rude, and it's it's a breach of trust and a friendship, which is more hurtful than the breach of trust in a relationship. And I think that's where. I draw the line, and I think that's where Gina and Margaret draw the line as well, where it's like, okay, if you break up with a guy, you break up with a guy, it's not the right one, shit happens, life goes on. But when you have a breakup of a friendship because dick is more important than friendship. You mean money? It's not, yeah, and money. Let's be real. Let's For Danielle, it's money. 
But like at the same time, like choosing, it's not love. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you're trying to get your rocks off. You're trying to get something out of this. You're looking for an upper hand for some kind of power. And that destroys a friendship more than, and that hurts and stings more than a relationship. Like when a friendship breaks because of this, it's, it's devastating because that's someone you trusted. That's someone you let into your life, into your home. You let their kids into your life and home. And then bam, they turn around, shut the door on your face. And you're like, this is my house now, bitch. And you're left on the freaking sidewalk, scrounging for change, putting your, putting yourself in a top bun, talking to Margaret. Can we call out someone else who we have not called out yet? Uh Oh, the Duke, this guy's culpable too. Well, yeah, that's, it takes two to he, tango. He went and cheated on his girlfriend mm-hmm. with his girlfriend's close friend. That's that's okay. super uncool. It takes two to tango. Yeah. All so let's, let's just wrong. not uh, forget to acknowledge that fact. Oh, no, yeah. The Duke is a dick. So He's a dick of a Duke. Mm-hmm. And Duke is a, a loose term because even Margaret put it in quotations. She goes, oh, he's a Duke. He's not really a Duke. I actually don't know. Is he well, a countess is a countess, and like we <laughs> we had to deal with that for God knows how long. We're still dealing with it. I'm in that prison for the rest of my life. And I love how quickly Danielle tried to exploit the fact that she was dating a duke. She instantly went to I believe People magazine, and they ran this whole like spread about how like Danielle was becoming a duchess. They're like, oh, Duchess Danielle, and. They had all this press done for them. And this is like two weeks after they started dating. Mind you, they got engaged. Oh, yeah. Like within the two weeks that they first started dating. And then the engagement got broken off like a few weeks after that. I feel bad for Gina. She put seven months into this and it was ripped right under her, right right out from under her. And she couldn't even be Duchess Gina for one minute. I don't think she wanted to be a Duchess. I think she had her heart broken and a friendship destroyed, which... For me, the friendship is more than a relationship. I'd be sad that my friend went behind my back. Well, I have been upset that my friend chooses someone else over a friendship that I thought was important. It's more of a, it's more cheating in that situation, and it's more heartbreaking then than to have someone cheat on you in a relationship. Okay, but here's a take. Is this really all that bad for Gina? No, I think she's fine now. Yeah, like and she got try- out of a friendship with Danielle. Hey. That's you know what? actually amazing news. Sometimes it takes a while for the snake to reveal its true identity. <laughs> but once you do, you're happy. You cut the head off and you let it go. Like, it's a bummer at first to think, man, I lost a friendship. Yeah. I lost my boyfriend. But then you look at the silver lining and it's like, oh, well, the boyfriend was this dick of a duke. And the my close friend was Danielle Stout. <laughs> Wait. I'm actually the winner in all of this. No, Gina comes out winning. I think she deserves a friend of more than Danielle does. I'm done seeing Danielle. Yeah, I know she. I know there's some fans out there. I know you're far and few between, but I know you're out there. I do enjoy what she brings to the oh, show. She brings great content. She brings oh, great yeah. drama, great content. But at the same time, I'm done with Danielle. I just am like, so Beverly needs to back off. <laughs> I am, by the way... Like, very, very hyped on Dorit being that committed to the Real Housewives universe. <laughs> to name her swimmer line after a New Jersey housewife. Yeah, I know. Yeah, as we know, Danielle's original name was Beverly. Right. And so um, she named Beverly Beach. 
after Beverly. After Beverly. That's why they're so That's skim- the true story, by the That's way. That's why the bathing suits are so skimpy. They're stripper-inspired from Danielle's past as a prostitution whore. I have no comment. I mean, some of the some of the suits are cute, Dorit. Um, <laughs> some of them. The men's suits suck. Um, the Andy? You don't like the Andy? Okay, they are like knee. Okay. I haven't really looked at them, to Personally, be I don't like anything that hits my knee. That's, yeah. That's... That's titled a short. I'm it not. I'm not super shortcut. I, I like like the middle. Mid thigh. Yeah, mid thigh. Yes, yes. Mid thigh. At least a mid thigh. If I like you're going to the knees. That's basically. I like a European cut. European cut. European cut. Yeah. No. Not I'm, too high mm. where it's. I ridiculous. like a little bit of ass cheek hanging out at the back. <laughs> oh, you do. You know those Daisy Dukes from Starchy and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite shorts of all time, guys. I'm sorry. That was that was from a pod. If you listen to it, right. I, I got. I was talking Scoop many Dark pods ago. Dukes of like, Hazard. I love, uh, I love Jessica Simpson and Starts Gain <laughs> Hutch. Daisy Duke's great. Um, guys, I'm crazy. You know your movies. You know your movies. I'm a big movie buff. You're a big pop culture guy. So, Although Dukes of Hazard was originally a television show, and Starts Gain Hutch was also originally a television show. And so was Charlie's Angels. We're just are we just 70s. naming like movies that used to be uh, <laughs> 70s TV shows? TV shows. Okay. Um, let's move and talk about Jennifer and her daughter in that situation. And then we're going to come back to Danielle and Margaret because that's how we end the episode. And, and we, and Jennifer and, and Beverly. Jennifer. I forget about Jennifer because I really was just seeing the blood between, um, Margaret right. and Danielle. But, but Jennifer and Beverly but, started it all. But Jennifer and Beverly are the ones who started it all. So let's talk about Jennifer first. She takes her daughter out on an exercise and this part was kind of annoying she's like you know my daughter my kids don't really like exercise and her daughter's like whining about being in nature and i'm like your kids don't like exercise because you make exercise like this like bad thing like this negative thing you're instilling these values in your kids that material things plastic surgery and looking hot and fresh and wearing like chanel and like louis vuitton and all this stuff is like what matters health matters nature matters Life matters, bitch. Teach your kids <laughs> like good, good things. You don't want the materialistic little brats running around. Her daughter would rather go shopping than walk in the snow in beautiful Jersey. I mean, I love going outside. Personally, I don't like snow. That's why I live in California. But I like nature. I like the beach. I like the woods. You do. Yeah. How, how often do you visit nature? Um, I live. <laughs> I live by the beach. I yeah. go to the beach kind of a lot. The beach is very calming. But I also have a cabin up in Northern California, and I love the cabin. I just It's really far drive, and right. I can't fly into like the woods. Right. But I do like nature. Right. Theoretically. I like, I like a good hike. You do. I like fresh air. I love getting out of that L.A. smog and just <laughs> sniffing it out. If only. If only we could get out of the smog. Never. We are living in smog. The world is smog. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where it's like, girl, you're, you're complaining about something that you're the source of the problem, which is kind of what's going on with Jenner in all aspects of her life. She's complaining about the issues he's having with all these people. And guess what, Jennifer, you're kind of the source of them. You think Jennifer is the source of the problem? Okay. I did. I'm going to say, I did think Jennifer blew this out of proportion. I think Jennifer should have just said, I'm sorry if it offended you. I didn't really comment. No, I'm talking about Jackie. Because that's where uh, okay. this conversation is first started. Because as Jennifer's talking with her daughter and she's seeing like how her daughter was left and bullied and she's recounting her own high school experiences, 
Right. She's starting to realize that maybe this Jackie situation is a little bit too similar to where she kind of maybe was a bully without really even knowing. Thought she was being funny and thought she should have taken it lighthearted, which honestly, Jackie should have because it wasn't that bad. But at the same time, you need to be able to respect people's feelings and understand when people are hurt. And if Jackie feels like she was bullied and Jackie feels like this was something that was damaging to her character, apologize for it. Don't attack her at your own party and scream at her. It's a massive 180 from her initial response to Jackie's bullying text, which was, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I love that. Cyberbullying is not okay at any age. Uh, okay. okay. Um, by the way, quick shout out to Joe Gorga for his book launch. Oh, you know what I do? I wasn't sure if we, if we were going to talk about that at all, but just quick shout out to, to Joe G. I don't know how well his book is doing. I don't know if it became a New York Times bestseller like Stassi's book, uh, but shout out. There was out. some kind of best sticker they were sticking on there. When were they? they? Uh, Even of, before best it launched. Best Jersey, huh? maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the best book that Joe has ever written. Um, I don't want a Gorga Guide to Success. No? I want a double book with Gorga, Melissa, and Joe, and I want the Gorga Guide to Sexiness. Well, didn't Melissa write a book that was basically about like her guide to like love and marriage and romance or something? Yes, but I want... You want a duel. I want them together. Oh. I need... I just want... They're hot as hell, those two. You think so? Yes. I want more Gorga action. I need... Okay, I know what you want. No. I know what you want. It's in the Danielle realm. Only icons have sex tapes. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I that's, don't. That's... That's how it sounded, no. Eddie. It, it, it seemed like it was going there. I know you were insinuating. There. You were the one no, insinuating. That's I, where you I, were going with it. You wanted more Gorga. You I wanted more sexiness. You wanted more hotness. I want to look like a Gorga and land a Gorga type. That's what okay. I want. And I want them together writing a book about how to achieve Okay, I have a Gorga fitness, type for you. flirty, fun. Who's, who's the Gorga type? Joe Gorga. Well, obviously. You love him. You've ranked him as your number one house husband for years now. Uh, yeah. Close second is Denise Richards' husband now. Um, Aaron. But, but Joe Gorga is my number one. If I could meet a Joe Gorga in the wild. How about Joe Gorga? Joe Gorga would never go for it. No? He's got Melissa. She's fantastic. Melissa's hot as they come. True. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Ah, a Gorga <laughs> guide to Gorganess. Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgonous. Anyway, we we could talk about the the blow up at the end. I just wanted to give a shout out to to Joe G because uh, that was his moment of the season. I feel like you know they always yeah. give like Joe Gorga like one moment every season. Like the, remember the season where he opened a restaurant? Yes. And then that every, was like last season, which I think was no, like, it wasn't like, last. Season. Was it two seasons? It was ago? like a couple seasons ago. Seems like yesterday. Which, by the way, that restaurant flopped. Well, it had horrible Yelp reviews. Hey, guess what? Um, Envy's still up and going, so. Yeah, Envy is up and going. Bite your tongue on that one, Joe. You said it wasn't going to last. Very successful. Look who the businesswoman is in that family who's wearing the pants. Right. The Joe Gorga died success. It's the Melissa <laughs> Gorga guy to using her husband's money to make more money. <laughs> so this was Joe Gorga's moment, and uh, it went well. Good for him. Andy was there. We didn't see him, but he was there. We know he was I there. Was, I'm trying, trying to figure out how they hide him. Do they just put him behind the cameras? They did a good job of it. Because you've been at a party where they film it, and there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. They have you from they every angle. They just edit it really well. That's what it is. Um, I did I did have one problem with the Joe Gorga party, though. I saw another, <laughs> another person in those stupid bomber, <laughs> glitter bomber jackets. <laughs> Guys, if you are ever in a store... 
This is to the men only. Women, you can wear these bomber jackets whenever you want. As as a fashionista myself, fashionista, burn these glitter bomber jackets. They are not into trash. Them? No. They look cheap. They look tacky. And they're not elevating your look at all. It makes you be like, oh, you went to Zara. Cool. Zara's not good? No, Zara's good. But it's like, you're not impressing anyone. It's, it's like the worst of Zara is what you're saying. Exactly. It's okay. like you found that. You went to Zara, saw the first thing they had on the mannequin, which was that disgusting glitter bomber jacket. And you're like, if it's on a mannequin, I got to buy it. Cute, cute fact, y'all. Most of the stuff on the mannequins is the stuff they're trying to get rid of because they have an excess of it. They're trying to show it off. And Is this true? Well, I used to do that at Nordstrom. I would put things on the mannequins <laughs> that I needed to sell. Unless it was like a new item. Right. I would put things on that I needed to move product of because Ooh. if you see it on people are like if you put on a mannequin people are like oh that's an outfit I can get that so that's like a little merchandising uh, well, that's what I insider do. baseball and I right sold there. a lot of crap so <laughs> did you get commission? oh yeah Nordstrom's commission oh wow that was back in the day wow. I made a lot of money I helped Rod Stewart's wife once oh. Paul Abdul once that must have like paid your annual salary right Rod, there. Paul Abdul didn't. She was the worst. Um, <laughs> Rod Stewart's wife, I can't remember her name. She was like this model. She was gorgeous. She paid my rent. In no literally, way. Yeah, in literally one transaction, she paid oh my, my rent gosh. for that month. And she didn't return a single thing, and I got to keep all that money, and it was, it was fantastic. By the way, Paul Abdul's fans are going to come after you now. Hey, you know what? I I would I would have told Paul Abdul I loved her, yeah. but she only spoke to me through her assistant, so I didn't have oh, a wow. chance. Um, sometimes it's hard to meet your your favorite stars, right? Um, well, not the case with Tom Schwartz, uh, <laughs> and not the case for Jennifer when she uh, met Beverly. Let's oh, get into that. Let's get into Beverly. So why don't you start this one off? Okay, um, with so, the Beverly Jennifer situation, we have to conclude obviously. With the explosive, explosive blow up uh, that happened after um, wit, it was grit and wit, obstacle course, whatever. It was like a backyard challenge. Um, so at the obstacle course, uh, Jennifer reveals to I believe believe it's like Margaret and Melissa, and maybe someone else uh, that her and uh, Daniel are kind of on the outs mm-hmm. because they went out to dinner together, and at that dinner, uh, Jennifer said, "I didn't know that your name." was Beverly. Danielle got super pissed about that and they're on the outs. So, after the obstacle Don't course call me Beverly <laughs> in which um Teresa and Danielle actually won uh the course. Um although uh the the standard seemed unfair a little and bit. And Melissa and Margaret won by about right. 7 seconds, 6 they, seconds. They had I'm a better time by 6 seconds. Somehow, t- Teresa and Daniel won. But yeah, Teresa's husband also is a nice detention. It was an event for her. So uh, after Teresa and Daniel win, they go back to uh, Dolores's place, and the confrontation occurs between Jennifer and Danielle. They get into it. Danielle claims that Jennifer was like being super rude and mocking her and repeating the fact that uh, her name is Beverly, and she said she never apologized. But Jennifer claims that she texted her the next day and she has the texts to prove it. But then it very quickly turns into a Margaret uh, Danielle beef. And why don't you take over? Yeah. So because Jennifer is like, no, I texted you. And Danielle's like, oh, oh, wait, wait, maybe you did text me. I, I do actually remember a text me- message. And Margaret's like, Danielle, this is what you do. You slander someone and then you say it's not true, but it's still out there. And then you try to twist the story to make everyone else look bad. 
and bam, it goes off. Mark Danielle starts accusing Margaret of being the end of her marriage. Margaret starts accusing her of being a prostitution whore. Danielle comes back and says, "You were sleeping with married men. You for four, ye- for for four, four years, years before you divorced your husband." And she goes, "Well, you've slept with a lot more married men than I have." And they are just at each other's throats. And Margaret is not backing down. And this is why I love Margaret, guys, is because she. She's got the fire, she's got the mouth, and she will stand her ground. And guess what? Margaret is usually 100% right. I've I've barely seen Margaret in the wrong. I think Margaret has a strong moral character. Her thing is, she stands up for her friends. If she sees someone that's getting the backhand, she's there. And guess what? Her and Danielle used to be besties. She learned through experiences with Danielle, seeing Danielle in this group, and seeing Danielle in front of the cameras, that this snake cannot be trusted. So guess what? She's ready to cut off the head, and I'm here for it. Danielle trying to throw the whole adultery thing in her face is so tired. It is. Margaret has owned up to it. She she knows it was a mistake, but also Jan has forgiven her. Yeah. She's in a loving marriage with Joe for many, many, many years now. Like, it's, it's so tired to keep going back to that whole thing that well, especially considering Danielle's past. Mm-hmm. It's quite hypocritical. Yeah, Danielle, don't throw rocks at glass houses. It also just deflects and distracts from uh, the real point being made here, which is that Danielle slashes and burns everybody. Single relationship. She's doing it again to Jennifer. She did it to Margaret. Once upon a time, she did it to Teresa. Uh, she really is in she indiscriminately attacks everybody in her life and like margaret said a lot of it is fab, pure fabrication i mean we saw the way that she treated margaret last year mm-hmm. it was horrible mm-hmm. see i danielle someone i can, like a danielle esque person is someone i cannot have in my life because they are always the victim and they are never they never take responsibility for their actions everything that danielle's done it's someone else's fault it's never her fault she'll never own up to anything it's Teresa's fault. It's Margaret's fart. Fart. <laughs> fault. <laughs> Margaret didn't fart. It's her fault. Um, it's, yeah, she thinks everyone's less than her, which I find sh- hilarious. Um, but yeah, I'm just not a style fan, even though we do share a face. Um, <laughs> I do not want to be approached and be, be like, are you a Staub? Because <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm an Estrada. We're way better. Estrada is the new Kardashian. What if you found out you were, you were a Staub? If I was related to Danielle, I would milk it for everything I could. <laughs> I'd use that big bitch like she used the men in her life. I'd be like, Auntie, love you, Auntie Dan Dan. Where's Teresa? Where's Margaret? I'd sniff out all the secrets from her, and then I'd be like, Hey, Margaret, you want to go get drinks? And be like, and then I'd be like, Teresa, your friend Danielle's in the pool. <laughs> Uh, that was a great moment. I got. I got to say, I think Danielle from bringing Marty into the show so that Marty could get pushed into the pool, because that double push with with Joe and Margaret was just iconic. That's a power couple. Your husband's I've ever in seen the pool. One. Yeah, T- Danielle. Your husband's in the pool. Your husband's in the pool. Iconic. It's iconic. You know. You know. Uh, someone. I think someone tweeted that. I think Margaret tweeted that at Chrissy Teigen because the photo of like sexiest man alive was like John Legend in the pool and it was like Chrissy, your husband's in the pool. Yes! I love that so much. 
Um, well, I, I think we covered it all. I think we mentioned it all for Orange this week. Next week looks fun. It's the 40th birthday party with no broken glasses this time <laughs> that Melissa did not pay for. She said on Watch What Happens Live she got out without paying the bill, but we know Bravo did. Um, but I'm excited to see Melissa's 40th birthday. It looks like a lot of fun, a lot of drama. I think this is where we get the hair pull, the weave, weave pull. No way, this early? I think I might. Ooh. I saw some familiar outfits, but I could be. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We'll but see. we'll see. If you guys don't want to miss a single one of our other Jersey recaps, we'll have a special guest next week on Jersey recaps, hopefully. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And we have OC. We're, we might be doing Dallas. Dallas, you guys know. So, uh, we have this week <laughs> in Bravo Top 5. Vanderpump Rules is on its way. Yes. I think Beverly Hills might be on its way. We'll be podcasting all of it. So subscribe wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys are on Instagram or Twitter, we're at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And you can slide into my DMs at, hmm. at Eddie underscore Estrada. See you guys next time.